The following is a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Hi, welcome to The Bike Goes On. This is Brian Casey. With always my friend Sandra Bernstein, Kathleen Hill is sitting in with us uh, today. And we've got Cole Dickinson from the new Layla restaurant. Not just Layla, he's the executive chef of the entire uh, MacArthur Place property. So you're responsible for, I guess, the food that's going out at the pool, stuff that's going out of room service. You've got uh, all day bites. It will go out. Will go out. We are anxiously all awaiting the opening. Yeah, of the, I am uh, so excited. Well, I've seen, you know, renderings of things and everything looks like it's going to be very beautiful the food sounds amazing so uh we thought we'd have them on yeah, and just kind of get a feel welcome you to uh sonoma thank you thank you i appreciate it yeah, yeah. How, how long have you been living in sonoma now well i actually live in napa oh uh, no yeah. oh no <laughs> how did that happen uh i moved from dc here to uh work at los alcobas in santa Elena. so Oh, with Chris? Uh, I figured I would, yep, I figured I would be as close to there as possible. Um, so this is actually closer, coming to MacArthur Place from Las Vegas, about 15 minutes. Wow. But, uh, yeah. So, but I'm originally from Sonoma County, so it's, it's. I mean, I'm just working here where I grew up. I went to Healdsburg High and oh, that's grew up great. in Windsor, so I'm yeah, totally familiar with the area. So you, like, you already know all the Sonoma yeah. County purveyors. Yeah, and, it was, uh, yeah. it was... Uh, pretty easy to just get that right started back up. Did you, um, were you looking, like, did Jeff, did Jeffrey Zakarian hire you or <clears throat> the hotel or uh, is Jeffrey Zakarian a myth? And yeah, and is he actually involved? Uh, he is a person who, <laughs> uh, he helped to design and conceptualize the restaurant, yes. Perfect. And then he's back in New York. I've never met him. <gasps> he has a guy who's, uh, Eric, who's great, really helpful for, it's more or less a an opening kind of? consultant. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I want that kind of thing. I want, like, my name on things and people go, Wait a minute. Oh, yeah. Wait a minute. I've never met her. I think you her. have your name on things. Yeah, but then I have to be there. Like, <laughs> I want to have something where I don't have Sandra to be. Bernstein. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so, okay. Well, I love that, that myth. Well, it's not really a myth, but he comes with a lot of, a lot of um, reputation and in a good way, I think, in a good way. It's probably, no. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't, I don't. You don't yes. know him. So yeah. yeah. How could you say? Yeah. But anyway, it's your. He it's helped to be yeah, your thing. Oh, uh, conceptualize what it was going to be: Mediterranean restaurant, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. And know, then you got in, to create the menu. And then, yeah, the menu is is a hundred percent mine. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I um, loved. Um, I I I've been watching your Instagram. I shouldn't say I'm stalking, but I'm like I've been like, hey, I can't wait till you guys <laughs> open. But I love the um, your feed has been like cool pottery dishes um oh, nice. it's been kind of fun it's like you yeah, know we're working with some really good artisans so to speak anybody uh, local uh we are we're getting some things from heath for the tabletops but most of it's coming from a gentleman who makes it out of new jersey called john o pendolfi and we designed them with him our custom colors and clays That's awesome and shapes and really cool stuff yeah we're doing a giveaway right now on our uh, instagram for a couple sets, I think I don't know the exact details, but probably by the time this airs, we won't we'll have given them away. But 
<laughs> That's right. Okay, you guys, don't enter because it's all gone. Yeah, people already have yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> you can still follow Ooh, the I Instagram account. Though. I'm going to yeah. try and do that. Um, well, it's, it's so exciting. You know, my favorite part is opening a restaurant. It's like once it's open, like the first few weeks are fun. But it's just so fun. Not the waiting part. Are you, is it making you stir crazy? Um, not really. It's exciting to see the uh, changes every day that's happening, whether it's the uh, floors being dug out for new piping and gas lines and, you know, those being filled and just being able to see day to day the transformation. For example, coming in from this, my last days off, seeing that the ceiling went up and the lights and wow. Things like that in place, so that's it's exciting to watch, but yes, at the same time, anxious to get in there and Start turn everything cooking. on. Yeah. yeah. So, are you going to have one kitchen for the restaurant and the other one for the cafe, or? Everything's going to be coming out of the the kitchen is huge. But it's not finished yet, right? Open. It's not finished yet. Open. Yeah. It's not open. Not open. Yeah. Closed kitchen. Yeah. Which is was, nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, was I was thinking it was open, <coughs> but it's kind of nice to yell at the team, like with behind the. It's not even, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's not that obviously <laughs> I know. I'm sure you, I can't imagine you yell at your people. Um, no, he does. The other one. There you go. Um, <laughs> but no, it's just nice. Like when I was at the MGM, the kitchen was open. And as a younger cook, I'm always was like, I want to be an open kitchen. And now that I'm older, I just want to like have it nice and quiet and older. not have people see us. Yeah, I yeah, know. 29? 35. 35. 35. Yeah. 35. Oh, my God. Um, that happened fast. It's young. So, it's yeah, it's nice to have everything closed up and just really focus, nice and quiet. And, you it's know. not going to be quiet. People are going to be like, oh, is Chef Cole here? Can he stop at our table? We want to meet Chef Cole. We'll see. We'll yeah. see. They, w people are touting this as Michelin star restaurant. Is that like? I, is I, that I, a the lot of pressure? That's what they yeah. were aiming for. Five I hope stars. so. I mean, that's my is professional that and goals? personal goal. Whether it's here or anywhere else, I mean, here for a very long time, as I see. But um, yeah, that's definitely. Uh, I'd be happy with one star. I think that would be life changing for me. It's a, you know, chefs I always looked up to as a younger cook had Michelin stars. It's. I feel I would feel fulfilled. Okay. Having earned uh, even just one Michelin star, well, I feel. I'm gonna, well, remember I'm gonna... that when IMH bought the whole place from Suzanne Brangham, they stated that they were going to build a five-star right. restaurant. Right, five-star hotel. Five-star Michelin yeah. resort. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's, there's the difference. Obviously, we are <clears throat> actively training for Forbes five-star, which is what you're referring to. Wow. Which in and of itself would be also another huge um, accomplishment. Do they and, have uh, consultants that know how to do that? Like train specifically for Forbes? We, and Forbes has, I mean, this is no secret. There's a manual and there, there are certain things that you need to hit on every single level. And it's just like being graded in college wow. or high school or whatever that you need to hit a certain percentage for these tests. Did but, you um, do that at the Fairmont? No, we don't do Forbes, but uh, I've heard about this, and I think you, you basically are hitting all these standards, and then someone from Forbes, I think, comes in after you open, and kind of like shopper, secret shopper yeah, kind of stuff. and not let us know, obviously, that they're there, because, you yeah. know, we would, <clears throat> but we treat every guest. At the end of the day, 
I think the most important thing about whether it's Michelin or Forbes is even if you don't receive any of those accolades, you know, the steps that you take to receive those accolades, it, it directly translates to a higher level of guest service and experience. Absolutely. I actually spent a day at one of those trainings of McCarthy It was Place. the water pouring, wasn't it? It was the water pouring day. Yes. Of, of, of sparkling water or clean water. Yes. Oh, for the server, so for front of the house? Yes, and they did have somebody professional there to do just that. Hmm. She was from Los Angeles, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> it's really incredible. I mean, it was a whole science that I didn't even know about. You know, that's what I think is so incredible about this business is that there are so many levels of things that you can achieve. I mean, the bottom line is we all just are here to make guests happy and create great memories, experiences, but it's fascinating that there are so many levels that we can do that. Well, I think what they want to do is sort of you build a skeleton, right? So you're getting that the bone structure for your service so that you know you want to hit all these steps. But then once it becomes ingrained in you, it becomes second nature. Then your personality comes out as well. So it's a more genuine experience rather than a robotic experience. And I think that's the hope of the Forbes style that's, training. <clears throat> when we've even talked about that's exactly what it is. We're, it's more or less a an outline, you know, as you refer to it, a skeleton, I totally agree. And uh, really what brings a five-star experience is those personalized uh, touches that go above and beyond pouring water or anything like that, just that really personalize it for each guest. Yeah. Well, I just happened <clears throat> on what most of us would think was the most simple part of service. But it, it really was a science. It was a very formal training. Well, there's I, even a way to ask, you know, ask guests about yeah. water service. I mean, there's ways that we used to go about it. You could say, um, would you like bottled still or sparkling or is tap water okay with you? And then they would say, oh, yeah, tap water is okay. But if you flip that and say, is, is uh, house water all right or is tap water all right? Or would you prefer a bottled sparkling or still? So then you're making them respond in a positive rather in a negative or a positive. You see what I'm saying? So right. the way so yes you even no. represent right. the question. Right. Um, or I've seen this at restaurants too where they just come to the water, come to the table and say, would you prefer a bottled still or sparkling? Where the, and then it, they then the onus is sort of on the guest as to say, oh, you know what? We don't want bottled water. We'll just take tap. But more times than not, they'll give you an option. So it just depends on the style of the the restaurant and the basically and the, the, the managers of what they want to do because you want to sell bottled water yeah. but it, it's one of those tricky things that it's the a lot of times it's the first impression of the people after they sit down so you don't want to make it seem like you're pushing them immediately after they sit down to purchase something that they wouldn't normally have to so th there's a lot that goes on not just yeah. how you're pouring it but the psychology of, of the bottled water as well yeah. it's about how you make the guests feel Exactly. Yeah. Like our, um, the St. Geron, I mean, I love that water. So like if people have that, it's our sparkling, I think they're going to have a great, if they love sparkling water, they're going to have a great sparkling water experience. And it's a pretty bottle. Mm, it's pretty bottle. And it's from France. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All good things. Yeah. Um, so the menu, the menu's coming along. You're, where are you getting to test recipes? Uh, we have a super duper fancy high tech food truck that I call the mobile food lab. Awesome. Um, so in our mobile food lab, we're able to do a lot of the menu testing, testing development. We're now, we're opening with a spring menu. We originally wrote a winter menu, which is nice because then we'll have everything ready for next year. Um, <laughs> Except there'll be all new trends next year. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. But, uh, you know, so uh, that's what we're doing. Yeah, we're testing it in the mobile food lab. 
uh, with our staff, we have, it's long days every day. It's, you know, we have an AM team come in and we have a PM team come in after them. Clean up, go home, come back to it the next day. The service staff has seen everything, tasted through everything. So as soon as we wow. get the restaurant, it's just gonna be, you know, a few days of, you know, putting the Milk food on service, tables yeah. and seeing the flow and, you know, which way you walk where in the dining room. And uh, once we get that nailed, then we'll yeah, go to mock service, uh, friends and family, and then soft opening. So you've been doing a lot at the Sonoma Community Center as well, right? What's going on there? <clears throat> um, the Community Center is great, first of all. Steve over there has helped us out a lot and uh, is very flexible with uh, our schedule. Um, we rent two rooms, and there we've set up like a mock dining room in one room and then a classroom setting in the other one. So we could go over the For Forbes training in a classroom setting and then go over it, how it's going to work you know, with guests, treating each other as guests. And then the kitchen somebody was using for baking? We were, <clears throat> excuse me, originally doing some testing over there, but we stopped renting it just because it oh. made more sense to oh. do it in the truck. Great, great. Yeah. So are you, can I just really ask, are you doing room service in out of the truck? You still have guests or no guests right now? Uh, thank you. Uh, we sip of water. We do, uh, <laughs> <clears throat> we have guests. Only some of the rooms are open because the rest are being you know, stud up renovation, renovation. So uh, right now we're just offering a continental breakfast. So every morning we're in there baking some pastries and things like that. Little homemade goodies like this cookie you have tempting yeah, me. Yeah, help yourself, of me. please. Oh, those um, are good. Yeah. <laughs> so we're just doing that for now. But when we do obviously open all the way, we'll be have room service from morning till night. Right. Well, are you doing so? Are you doing room service, the pool, for example, the the bar and <laughs> restaurant all off the same line or do you have several lines in that big kitchen? we're doing off the same line i mean but it's it's huge and then we wrote the menu in a way um that we're able to kind of integrate the different menus into the menu so we've written you know by station each state station so somebody may be doing like i'm doing air quotes like fine dining dish a the same time making you know fish tacos for the pool yeah you know so the cooks just have to be fluid in that and just not be so focused on you know whatever three ounce portion of this and mm -hmm. then make a hot dog or whatever you know because at the end of the day it's a hotel and we got to service everybody yeah we're going through the same thing at the fairmont because the big three i don't know if you know remember the big three was the sort of the breakfast Love place it. there and it, it closed and so everything sort of moved into sante where i work at night and so now we're doing room service pool bar everything out of this off right. the same line and it became but it's a little small, more challenging smaller, though, it's it? definitely smaller but it's it's funny sometimes when you're you know when the expediter is calling out um, I need the duck and the wagyu and then I need the mac and cheese and the mini corn <laughs> dogs or yeah. <laughs> like where am I <laughs> and, and that's exactly what it's going to be and we understand that and yeah we've written all those dishes so we'll have somebody in the morning overnight prepping our grab and go items for the porch is what we're calling our cafe um, and then oh it's called the porch now yeah. I think it's cool. I mean, a lot of places have gone to a more grab-and-go style yeah. breakfast thing. I mean, just as we travel, I love seeing that, actually. But the porch or the cafe is open to the public, not just... Yeah, everything, of course, is open to the public. And then we obviously don't want to cannibalize ourselves, so we're not offering, like, hot sandwiches, for example, there. Because we want people to come in and sit down in the restaurant and get that full experience. So... You know, it's a couple of grab-and-go sandwiches, a couple of salads, just something to grab on your way to the airport or back to the city or out to a winery, something like that. Some drinks, some some uh, Acre coffee. Um, we partnered <laughs> with them, Steve at Acre and Eddie and Becky and everybody over there are great. Um, I went to Acre twice 
this week on my days off. Two different wow. times. Two different. Tough research. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know that I've ever had Acre Coffee. I have an Acre Coffee yeah, I know, thermos. I that. That's why I this was out. a gift, but this is like the best size coffee thermos. It's, I have that exact same one. But this, was, that. this was a gift, gift, gift from uh, one of our old chefs, Matt Spector, oh, yeah. gave this to me. Cool. But it's, I'm going to have to go get Their coffee is great. They roast in Petaluma, 25 wow. minutes from here. Um, Very like cool. Like I said, the ownership and the executive team, if you want to call it that, over there. Oh, we've uh, got to get them are on. Amazing. Yeah, they would love to be here. They're cool local guys and gals. Um, but anyways, we'll be selling our coffee and some little baked goodies and things like that. And then, again, yeah, we don't want to kill ourselves and have everybody come there. But the great thing about that is that there's free valet. So you know, oftentimes, you know, there's nowhere to park in Selma. Oh, that's um, great. So, you know, whether you're local and you want to walk or you want to drive in, you don't know, just... Uh, it's no tipping property also so you don't feel obligated like, you gotta give valet a couple bucks you come in they really? park your car you get a coffee and you go home and does that mean they're gonna turn the tip away or i i don't know <laughs> the verbiage or logistically how that would work because um, i've never i would tip any anyway. such thing as free valet parking there is at i mean MacArthur yeah, there's Place no fee Selma. but uh-huh <laughs> there are we do valet parking at the fairmont too I'm yeah you get a there. glass of yeah, champagne with that don't you valet, it's free because there's no charge but then Everyone feels obligated to tip, of course. A warm handshake would do, I, Kathleen, I from you, I'm sure. Yeah, but don't I you get? Well but don't there. you get when you Those get give hard. your car to valet? Don't you get a glass of champagne? Uh, when people are checking in, I think that's one of the things they'll do. They'll 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 just hand you a glass of. I'm gonna wine. pretend from now on. I'm gonna just say I'm checking in. Yeah, next time right. I need a drink. Yeah. Uh, well, Maybe I don't drink. My oh. wife will be like, "Hey, I'm gonna save a couple bucks." <laughs> yeah, we're staying here. Well, Thank I you for the champagne. I tip them out there going and coming, and I no, I do too. God. I'm teasing. I'm Man, you could have saved all that money. You let me know when you're coming, Kathleen. Well, I'll meet no, you out no. there with a bottle. No. Yeah. And the red carpet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so can we talk about Mediterranean-style cuisine? Because I'm kind of curious. I mean, for me, that can cover a lot of different countries. And, Which right, is and nice areas. to have a yeah. wide breadth. Yeah, right. Agreed. Yeah, um, what do you mean by it? Well, um, thankfully, like referring to what you just said, it, it, it can mean really anything for that matter. Um, so we are, we are taking it in a very broad sense and, you know, we're not just focusing on what people typically think of Mediterranean cuisine as like very like pinpointed to a couple countries or areas. We are using all types of ingredients, whether it's North African or even a little bit towards like Middle Eastern and kind of all over Southern Europe, whether it's Portugal or Spain or France or Italy or so we are lucky enough to kind of use techniques and styles and flavors from all of those areas. We're not necessarily doing like a specific Mediterranean or Greek or Turkish dishes, but we're using those flavors to guide how we're cooking. Right. I love that. I love we, that. I mean, yeah. we are, I mean, of course, you know, you go to a Mediterranean restaurant, you expect Falafel. Dips and you know, falafel <laughs> and baba ganoush and things like that, in which we are doing. But like the baba ganoush, for example, is made with charred zucchini. There's no eggplant mm. or the hummus made of English peas or, you know, thing, mm. things like that. Just kind of playful and inventive and fun. We're doing patatas bravas, but with hash browns and smoked tomato jam and aioli foam. And mm. so just My kind of a little bit all over the place. Right yeah. Mm. yeah, good. It's, you'll, mm -hmm. you'll enjoy it. So. I'm going to be excited. Now, um, I guess you're preparing for the gluten-free and the vegans and the vegetarians. Yep. Um, we have, excuse me, <clears throat> a lot of the 
I mean, the Mediterranean diet is, you know, olive oil and fish and vegetables and things like that. So, of course, there'll be a lot of that. There are a lot of vegetarian options. There are, in turn, some vegan options as well. Um, we eat, you know, especially these days, I think everybody tries to eat healthier, especially right. we're in the kitchen all day. We have the ability to make healthy food. So just, you know, why would we make ourselves healthy food and then cook? unhealthy food for everybody else so we do that at the fig like we use extra butter extra salt extra cream, Drink cream. <laughs> exactly yeah. so well, extra salt for the bar food for sure exactly. Yeah, exactly um but no so yeah there'll be a lot of options like that gluten-free options in the porch of course because i mean you go to i mean you go, again anchor you go there and 40 percent of their items in the in the pastry case are gluten-free and even if people don't have gluten allergies people are you know with the the studies i guess it, you could yeah. call it these days you know people are staying away from that so we'll have those we uh yeah we'll have a good variety of options very good variety yeah now so how so you came back to the area a few months ago <clears throat> six months ago um i moved back what year was it 2017 uh to napa to be at las ocobas yeah. okay and then so, yeah. i was there about a year and then i came over here last year to MacArthur Place. Okay. And, I mean, you have a very interesting resume. Um, in I hope our, that's good. No, I think good, it's yeah. fabulous. I mean, Michael, Chef Michael Voltaggio, um, what a, those, the brothers, I mean, they're amazing. Right. I and agree. I just know them from TV. <laughs> I've yeah, never they, met them. <clears throat> Michael and Brian, gosh darn it, I'm getting over a cold <clears throat> as it happens when you're outside all the time. Exactly. <laughs> Um, plus my kids are just constantly bouncing sickness around my yeah. house um so yeah michael and brian are great um i just they're still continue to be great friends of mine and mentors and people that i look up to both uh professionally and personally um so michael i worked on and off uh with for years i started when i was uh, 19 or 20 at tri Creek kitchen in healdsburg where we wow. actually got I would say it's his Michelin was star. Was he as a there? Cook there? Yeah, he was a I chef. I never there. knew that. Yeah, I did not realize that he was. He worked for Charlie when Charlie Palmer had it. Then. Yep. Does he not wow. have it anymore? No, he does. Oh. He does. I was like, Whoa. But I'm just like thinking, wow, I didn't realize he was here. Yeah, he was there. So that was probably, yeah, I mean, 15, years before, 16 years I ago, think right after it opened. I got here, maybe. Yeah. Huh. So, yeah, he was there. That's where we met. Uh, before that, I worked at Chateau Souverain in Geyserville when it was Chateau Souverain. Right. Under... And there was actually a restaurant there. Is there not a restaurant anymore? Man, I have no well, idea what's what going on. what is it now? It's, it's Coppola? Coppola, yeah. Yeah, there's a restaurant. Okay. But it's in a different place. Everything looks different there. Okay. Yeah, I haven't yeah. been up there forever. Yeah. But I started there when I was 15. It's um, big Coppola. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You did kind of the reverse. I, like, yeah. I know a lot of people that start in the kitchen and that either washing dishes or doing prep cook and then they decide they don't they don't want to work that hard and they see the right. prima donna servers out on the floor. Making and money. Say, oh, yeah, they got nice the dry clothes. Yeah. He started as a busser and wow. then asked to actually go work in the kitchen. So that's when you know someone's into cooking. And serious. <laughs> yeah, and self-taught. Yeah, I never went to school. Um, I would say to Chef Charlie Palmer's credit, I asked him, uh, now looking back, I would never imagine a cook to ask me or that I would ask anybody. I said, hey, would you, you know, obviously more words than this, but would you sponsor me to go to culinary schools? You know, my mom couldn't afford it for me to go. And this was back in, I don't know if I had to guess in 2000, whenever I was still in high school, would you sponsor me to go to uh, culinary school and I'll work for you for however many years you see fit afterwards. And he's like, don't be an idiot. 
you know, work for me <laughs> for a few years. I'll teach you everything you need to know. We'll teach you and we'll yeah. send you anywhere and you we'll want to go. And we'll pay you. Yeah. Yeah. And he said, get back to work. And I said, yes, chef. And I never thought about school again. And <laughs> there yeah. I am, yeah. Yeah, John, John's self-taught as well. And I don't think he ever in his wildest imagined thought he was going to cook. But I think when you have some natural ability, I'm, I don't cook. I've never, I, people call me chef all the time, but I do not claim to cook and I can cook at home. I now to use my microwave really well. Well, you know the thing with food though. So Sandra just has a way with food though. She does, you know, she does the menu planning. Your menu planning, yeah. Right. I just, I didn't want to be in the kitchen in the corner where nobody could see me, but that was pre- celebrity you know chefs and a lot of open kids not that i wanted to have that but i wanted to be in the party and i think sometimes when you're in the kitchen you really have to focus you got to make the same thing over and over and over again and to me i'm too flighty to be able to do that so i didn't but at least you're able to recognize that oh they don't want me in the kitchen but i really respect how hard it is um, you know, and there's a science to it. I mean, the oil and vinegar and heat and how, you know, things work out. And actually, um, yeah, that the book Salt, Acid, Heat and Fat or whatever, her book is wonderful. I mean, she really was able to like put four things down and make that work. Interesting. I, I've seen a, a book recently on Amazon. It's like one that's suggested to me. I've been reading a ton since I've got a little extra time right now while we're waiting. But uh, yeah, I got to check that out. Yeah, yeah, she's amazing. Oh, she's had some great. Twelve-year-old grandson Samin. saw her on television, and then I gave him that book for Christmas, and he held it to his chest. Aww. It was like his favorite present. That's Aww, funny. That That's awesome. So yeah, cute. I think she's got an episode on Chef's Table. She, that you yeah, I saw oh, it. yeah, on Netflix. Yeah. She's yeah, awesome. Yeah. And then uh, Food and Wine—they just started a podcast called communal table and her episode was the first one and it's fascinating she's very raw i mean she really tells you know talks about her therapist and you know like it's pretty amazing started alice you know back at chez panisse crazy anyway um we digress so how do you cook at home or does your wife cook at home uh i cook at home ish um (laughs) i like to go out and eat of course, um, okay. like any, any, really anybody to say an age, but uh, I like to go out and be inspired and eat food that inspires me and gets me thinking. And so I try to eat out as much as possible. It's hard now with a little baby who's just a monster. So how, how, old? Yeah, how old are you? He's kids? a year and a half and wow. my daughter is 11. So uh, <clears throat> hopefully in a couple of years, get back out to eating a lot and my daughter could watch the little one. Uh, well, we don't mind. We don't mind kids. You can I always ate recently at Girl in the Fig, did? and my did son a was a meal? monster. We had to hurry up and get out of there. Seriously? I did, did have we a good time. Out? No, no. I was on the patio. <laughs> on the Friday? Uh, Friday, yeah. No, it was a Sunday night because I was staying <laughs> oh. at the at MacArthur Place oh. checking out the rooms. And uh, uh-huh. yeah, we ate and it was a good dinner, but it was like oh, one of those good. things like, can we just get the check and get Because, I mean, oh. how long, in his defense, I mean, no, kids, who, who they wants to play. sit there? Yeah, and he wants to walk around, and I refuse yeah. to be that parent that, no offense to parents, let the yeah. kids do this, but I won't let him walk around. Right. So it's either sit in your chair and or sit in our lap, right. and at a year and a half, he doesn't understand that. So it's like, let's just get out of here. Yeah, my, I mean, my, my son from Los Angeles, Mac, texted me the other day and said, be at Chez Panisse at 12.30, table for four. And I said, okay. <laughs> I mean, it's next Friday. And um, This Friday? Yeah, this Friday. So are we going? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess I wasn't. But I, but I thought, who's the fourth person? They're almost five-year-olds. 
That's awesome. If, if and somebody told me they thought Chez Panisse doesn't let kids in. I've never. No, upstairs in the cafe. I think it's. Yeah. Okay. I don't think it's. Well, he's been yeah. in restaurants yeah. all over the world. And he's, yeah. You know, Just tell him who you four are. And a half. No. <laughs> I'm surprised though. I've seen. He's I see well people behaved. staying at the hotel that come in with their kids and they'll do eleven course tasting menu. The kids, of course, don't want to do that. They'll they'll order off the kids menu and then the kids just sit there for like an hour and a half. They either give them an iPad or they. Yeah. Get real or fidgety. Books or I, coloring um, stuff. And, yeah, the old and, days. And uh, Linus is his name. He's grown up in other people's restaurants, so. Yeah. Yeah. Let's. I think if you start him early, and I'm kind of bummed that I didn't do that with with my daughter. She would love going to the girl in the fade because she knew she could run around there and go in the back, and I would show her the walk in and stuff. Mm-hmm. But normal restaurants, um, you know, it was just when my wife and I wanted to go out, we kind of wanted to go without her, so we didn't right. have the distraction. Like and, and now I'm kind of bummed because. I feel like she didn't get exposed to those things. I think if you expose the kids to going out like that, that they slowly sort of it. get yeah. educated on. on yeah, I love out. kids having the, um, you know, their new options and being able to taste mussels or oysters yeah. or, you know, they just get excited and. Yeah, you yeah, know those absolutely. kids that are good, they go out a lot because they'll sit down and they're excited about having caviar or foie gras. Right. And, you know, they're like I, six or seven, and you're like, wow. Who? I have a sort of nephew who lives in New York, who spends time with my cousin out here, who knows every cheese on your cheese plate. Really? He is, yeah, he he knows exactly what to order. I think he's 12 or 13, maybe a little more now, but Mm -hmm. he just loves, that's how he grew up. You know, it's It's awesome. So speaking of growing up, how about your kids? What do they like to eat or do you, who? Well, we were actually talking about earlier, um, you know, my daughter did a lot of her growing up in LA. Um, was there for eight years, so she loves ramen. Um, so she, we're gonna come here on Wednesday and try some ramen. She's like a ramen connoisseur. I won't name any restaurants where we've had ramen, but we've had ramen recently. And she's like, nah, it's not as good as like a puto or wherever Ooh, her favorite I'm so places ner- in LA are. I'm very nervous. <laughs> so we're gonna come here. And, it's uh, delicious here. I'm sure. I, I don't doubt that. So, uh, so she, I mean, she really likes ramen. We when we go out it's try to eat at restaurants like that my wife and my kids are half cambodian my wife is cambodian so we'll you know we go to stockton pretty often in the like east east bay slash central valley and Mm -hmm. eat cambodian food and things like that a big cambodian community there so i love eating that food so and my wife uh, i don't know any of that food actually It's so really good. good. Yeah, I need to do that. So I wouldn't even know a dish. So this daughter-in-law I mentioned is Korean mm-hmm. and has a French bakery in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah, you told me about that when yeah. we talked to MacArthur Place. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, it's so kids of mixed marriages have lots of options. exposure to yeah. options. Right. Yeah. 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 We, uh, this summer, uh, some of the people in my work don't know this, so, hey, I'm going to <laughs> Europe this summer. Um, we're going to, I've got family, like my first cousin and things like that in Sweden. So oh, my kids wonderful. will go see there and see that culture and heritage and stuff like that. So yeah, I'm really excited. It's cool to have that all Are there, the kids you know? going too? Oh, yeah. Great. Yeah, yeah. that'd be good. Now, Great. is your wife in restaurant business as well? She's not. She is in interior design. Uh, she went to school for that. I don't know if it's a BB or BA. I'm not sure. I didn't go yeah. to college. One of those, one of those <laughs> smart people things um, okay. she got. So, yeah, she is into that. Now she's with the kids just kind of taking awesome. a break, uh, helping with that. Obviously, that is in and of itself Huge. incredibly difficult yeah. to do. So, 
um, that. But as far as back to the original question, cooking at home, I don't. Because, okay. <laughs> uh, I'm at That's work. That's what I was aiming at. I'm at work. <laughs> and then on the days off, we're either out yeah. eating or uh, she does uh, HelloFresh for the week, oh. which uh, HelloFresh, if you're listening, you could send yeah. it to us for free because right. it's expensive and not worth <laughs> right. it. But, um, <laughs> I mean, Hello Fresh, I was Hello on HelloFresh. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly, I, I, it, in the first few shipments that I tried, it was like perfect. Mm -hmm. And then honestly, the produce started going downhill. Right. Uh, we just and lost I, your sponsor. Sorry. Yeah, no, exactly. we have a sponsor. <laughs> Oliver's, um, <laughs> is our, our, but I mean, it's, it's a great idea, but it's too, it's a lot of packaging. It and is. We, it, that's the thing. It's like all the little individual packages. It's just like, it's just not sustainable. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. There's, but beyond that, even it's getting more expensive. Even now, uh, Amazon, this one's for you if you want to sponsor me. Um, <laughs> they're doing their own meal kits, and they're like 15 bucks each, and you get to pick them. They're more personalized, and maybe there's less packaging. We haven't tried that yet, but at the end of the day, I think it's great because then my. Where do they come from? Heaven. West Coast. Yeah. Heaven. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> but the great thing not is, right. yeah. at the end of the day, we're probably going to stop. My wife doesn't know that yet. But the best part about it is that we have this huge packet of really easy recipes to cook to anybody. If they don't know about cooking, right. they say like, oh, Cole, you cook. You can't show your wife some recipes. But, I mean, these are like simple recipes. Right. Add this, do this, done, It, it can meal. teach you how to cook. Yeah. It really and can. healthy. Yeah. And, and they're eating like good food yeah. so uh, so cole now that we know your scandinavian background i have to say i took some really wild photos of your tattoos was i asleep no MacArthur place yeah he wasn't watching you yeah, do that was like, he was oh posing. yeah this oh i was okay yeah, yeah maybe boy. like a telescopic <laughs> lens i mean, paying attention. I mean most of him covered Body part. Hold on a second. I was fully clothed. Yeah. I don't remember any of this. <laughs> um, I don't know. What is it about chefs and tattoos? Yes. I mean, is that like, it's a cultural thing. You know what? I will say that that is, <clears throat> that is perceived as, I mean, that's a perception, I guess. But all of my friends, like that, I, like my friend, like that I grew up with that, you know, they were in my wedding, like friends for life. They are all covered completely in tattoos. None of them cook. I, I could only, this, this is here in, in Windsor and Hillsburg and, yeah. and San Rosa. How, how old were you when you got your first one? Uh, the day after I turned 18. So I okay. told my mom when I was a kid, I was 12 years old, I'm like, I'm going to get tattooed when I'm older. And this is back when, like, you know, gangsters and people coming from prison. Gangs. And they're, yeah, yeah, they're the only people <laughs> yeah. with tattoos. And old I sailors. told my mom, yeah, sailors, yeah, sailors of yeah. course, <laughs> that I'm going to get tattooed. And she said, no, you're not. I said, okay. Wait and then, and then yeah. I was 17. We got in a fight. I love you, mom. We got in a fight, and uh, I know. I, I apologize to my mom. Yeah, <laughs> we're like the best of friends now. But we got in a fight and said, "I'm moving out when I turn 18. I'm gonna get tattooed." And she's like, "All right, we'll see." I'm like, "Okay." And then, like literally the day I turned 18, I moved out. And what the next was day it? I got tattooed. I got just like some ones over here. I've actually had been tattooed over them, um, just for fun. So I'm just getting tattoos over other tattoos, not even cover-ups, really, just literally <laughs> tattoos on their tattoos. But um, yeah, but nothing. Ran out of room, huh? Running, yeah. <laughs> yeah, nothing really. I don't have any cooking or chef tattoos. No offense to people that do. I no. just, it, for me, it was always about, like, you know, California culture. Like and the art of and it. Punk rock and, and so. you know, I think uh, Mora Lalu first got noticed because of his stark black tattoos on his arms. You know, his first photo showed those in the 
food writer wrote about the tattoos almost more than the food. Huh. It was it was unique at the moment when he started. Yeah, I mean, yeah. maybe I have that perception because most of the people in my life are in food, mm -hmm. and um, yeah, Jeremy's every, well tatted, but yeah, John our is not. other mm. executive chef who right. um, is all over. Yeah, he's John has one. He's got a Scooby Doo. Oh. I know Aww. people most not see, but he got it probably. He was drunk and didn't realize what he was doing, but he's got a tiny Scooby Doo on his ankle. That's funny. Yeah, it is well, pretty funny. Point, maybe he wasn't drunk. Maybe he really wanted that. I don't think. I don't know. Maybe he did. I think I'd more, be too more scared. people than not. I don't have any tattoos, and I I know that I'm in the minority at this point. I'm in the minority. Yeah. Did you and keep all your? What happened with the staff that you have now at the restaurant? Were they all formerly from MacArthur Place, and then were offered positions, or did you bring a bunch of people in? No, no. Uh, the staff that was there was and is great, is, 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 as in they're still there. Um, you know, just, yeah, they're great. We have a lot of them are still there. I mean, mm -hmm. and then we hired new people, of course. Yeah. Was that a challenge for you guys, finding new people? No. I, I think, you know, uh, this industry, as you know, is very transient. I think any time, no matter whose name is on it, if a restaurant opens, people go there. Another restaurant right. opens, people go right. there. And it's just kind of something you deal with on both ends. But so hiring is like, you know, the last couple pieces, you know, filling the first 75% is easy. It's the last mm -hmm. 25%, like that one more dishwasher, that one more AM pastry cook or whatever <laughs> is proving to be challenging. But uh, in general, I mean, you know, you've opened yeah. places, it's everybody just goes, yeah. All around, I must so. say, when I went to the training, I recognized people from other restaurants. I hope not from my place. No. No, we wouldn't. We didn't hire anybody from Girl in the Fig. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I haven't <laughs> no, no, no poaching here. No, I mean it. No, we don't. We don't poach either. I mean it happens. People want to change. I mean we've got a long time, long term employees, um, and if they were to take a second job there, I wouldn't mind because it's not right on the square. I don't usually love like people working at the Fig and then working at EDK. I think it's weird and different service, different you know whatever, but um, it's it's. Hopefully it's going to change. It's been a struggle getting staff, having enough. We've got about 240 employees. Wow. Yeah. And it's, um, you know, we're using a bunch of the InstaWorks and Bolt and, you mm. know, especially for catering where it's really hard to get people. Right. It's, it's a little scary. Yeah. I, yeah. it's. I mean, it's different, you know, in LA or San Francisco or, but even in DC, it was really hard. We opened the MGM in National Harbor, which is like, you could see DC downtown and it just over the river. But um, a lot of the cooks and the kids didn't have cars. They just, right. you know, they're taking the bus or the Metro and they're like, it's, I mean, it's two miles away. Did but you have just, a Metro station right near it? No, that would have been huge. I mean, if they built, if they could somehow convince the, district i guess or stay to build one i mean to get that it, yeah. it would be huge but you know they're just it's just not there yeah what um what is your favorite do you, i mean do you have a favorite job so far like what you got the most inspiration or or what did you like about certain jobs hmm. that you've had i think each each job that i have has been instrumental in my career not <clears throat> excuse me not just for my resume of course but 
and doing different things for my own personal and professional development. For example, my role at Inc. as a chef de cuisine was big because that was my first chef de cuisine job, right. which translated, you know, eventually I was like the executive chef more or less of kind of everything that we were doing down there in LA. Um, you know, then MGM, that was my first executive chef job. So that was, I mean, each one is a little bit different. I haven't had like the same job over and over again. When I went to Las Alcobas, that was my first executive chef job of a three meal restaurant, room service hotel. This is kind of what <clears throat> at MacArthur Place mirrors Las Alcobas in that it's, you know, 64 rooms, Las Alcobas was 68, it's three meal restaurant, it's, you know, room, room service, service, pool, catering, etc. We have a cafe, we didn't there. Um, so this is one of the only very few roles that it's kind of similar to another one. This one is especially special to me because like we talked about right at the beginning. A, <laughs> I guess that there's a tough guy out there. Kathleen, your ride's here. Yeah. <laughs> Uber is here. Oh, it's, is it? You have gardeners? I don't know. I like somebody burning out. Oh, that's a motorcycle. A good That's burnout is what that was. is. Yeah. yeah, I want to go outside and try. <laughs> that was crazy. Um, so this is yeah one of the only jobs that it's similar to another job, but this one is especially important to me because it's the first time that the menu is 100% my own from breakfast to lunch to dinner to room service. Um, so I'm looking forward. You know, it's a different and sense of ownership. And they've given you free reign. The owners are like. If they don't like something, they'll still let you do it. No, I mean, it's uh, it's not a um, is it bureaucracy? No, this we're we're a team, team. you know. So, um, you know, the general manager of the hotel, Ruben, he is comes from a very culinary minded background. Um, I haven't met him yet either. Young oh, guy, he lives right? across the street yeah. from me. I've had lunch with him a couple of times. He does yeah. on the Little Street or on Fourth Street? On Fourth Street. Oh, you're kidding! He's my neighbor too, then. So, yeah, he came, you know, he grew up in a Michelin star restaurant, Relay and Chateau. His mother was one of the first female chefs to get a Michelin star in Spain. So he, wow. more than any general manager, that sort of position I've worked with is, like, so on it. You know, I trust, we call him Chef Ruben. Oh. So, uh, and apparently his wife worked in the same hotel. Yeah. In his mother's hotel. And she's now has a full-time she's a, role. She's, a, yeah, one of the restaurant managers. Yeah. Oh, at McCrae. Oh, yeah, great. and Layla. Wow. So, um, you know, we so he will, you know, try the food, and we will talk about it. And then a couple other gentlemen from IMH who are in town all the time, who are great, great, great bosses to have. Very fair. Um, they like to try everything, you know, of course. But uh, you know, at the end of the day, they trust me to make the food. They just That's they want great. to taste it, and we work together as a team and. We value one another's opinions, which is really nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Hey, since I have all you guys here at one table, because I don't, I don't think we've talked about this, what's going on across the street from you guys, right? Over at... Uh, the truck? Broadway no, truck? No, 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 at the other hotel, With, the lodge. Oh, Michael Mina's coming in. Which is... I've heard that, but I haven't no, heard anyone say that. No, they're supposed to start... Yeah, that is for real. They're supposed to start <clears throat> construction in May. They're going to redo the restaurant. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Before you quote me on that, will you confirm? <laughs> but, yeah, I, um, I heard that too. I don't know yeah. about the dates, but I heard that. Well, I yeah. heard it before too, and that yeah. place could use some help. I think you know the the chef de cuisine there. I can't remember his name, but he's adorable. He really wants to work hard, and he's a good guy. 
Um, I think I think it's great. I think it's elevating so many things. That's, I'm excited that's what to I have feel a new too. place I, to go eat yeah. or places. I like that we can keep some fine dining folk on Absolutely. this side of the border, right? It's Instead time. of heading it's over been, to Napa, it's like let's have them have a great experience and here. And in so Sonoma. many people ask me, one whom we all know was actually yelling at me the other night, why didn't we get better restaurants here? I mean, the Mike and Nina level. I don't mean better than no. Girl in the Fig, it, it, you but the high, <laughs> high end, you right? Know, which is uh, well, I mean, it's we could we that could be a whole show. It could, yeah. You know, and On I used to do public relations for for <laughs> Trader Vic's, and Vic Bergeron always believed that the more there are close together, the better for each because yeah yeah it just for the most part as long as you have the volume of people to be able to support and sustain i think that's doable um before before we run out of time i really want to ask i know you are a um advocate of no kids hungry share our strength so you've got some stuff coming up yes thank you for bringing that up i kind of slipped my mind it's on my mind um yes so march 31st. Well, first I'll talk about Chef Cycle, which I, this is my third year involved. Brian Voltaggio got me involved he, when I was on DC. He's like, I'm going on this thing. I'm like, oh, that sounds cool. I want to do that. He's like, well, do you have a bike? I'm like, no, I guess I need a bike. <laughs> so I got a bike and I started riding with the goal in mind to be able to ride 300 miles in three days the following year because I got a bike the year that he went. Um, oh my out God, here, 300 so. miles. So that, that was my hills? goal. Yeah, yeah, of course. Aye, all up, aye, up aye. north of Cloverdale, out to the coast, all around. Um, so that was my goal. Is and that then, actually enjoyable? Yeah. Really? I ride a lot now, but about 100 miles a week now. But it is, yeah, it's but fun. But that's and, 100 miles a day. How long does that take? Um, a few hours. I mean, hours and hours. But, I mean, there's stops. and but Depends it's on good. where you are, too. Yeah, I mean, there's one day that it's like 6,000 feet of elevation gain, and there's one day that's like 2,000. So obviously, that's a faster day. You average 17 miles per hour versus 15 or something like that. But, um, you know, you see in movies and things like this where, you know, people or guys have like, oh, my yearly hunting trip. We go out and we shoot and hunt and drink, and this is like <laughs> I'm our, a, I'm our, a guy. Yeah, this is my thing once a year. And, like, that's how I feel like this is my thing. Like, once a year, I get to see my friends oh, I haven't friends, seen in a while, yeah. whether it's on the East Coast or down South or up North. So... It's just a really great camaraderie, you know, kind of taking the competition out, out of. No, it's it's based out of the Flamingo in Santa Rosa. So, so you go back, you go back to the Flamingo at night. Yeah, I, mean, I go home, but and like when I was living in okay. DC and then came out here, I just stayed at my parents' house in Hillsburg. But um, everybody stays Were you, there. Are you allowed back in the house after all in your Hillsburg? tattoos? Oh yeah, I was there yeah. on Sunday. Yeah, okay. no doubt. Um, <laughs> My mom cried though when she saw my first one. Aww. She was very sad. And then just to then the neck tattoos was a whole that other your hurdle. Mom right there? Oh, that's my grandma and grandpa. Aww. Yeah. Um, I know how your mom feels. <laughs> when my son told me about his first one, and he said, "Aaron didn't tell you that's his sister." And he, I said, "No, I guess she keeps your confidences." And he said, "That's because I keep hers." Oh. What? <laughs> what yeah, tattoos do? are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so you're back at the Flamingo, and then you go back out, and a lot of people fly in for this. Yeah. So, yeah. So every day, three days, we leave around 6 a.m. just after sunrise or whatever. I'm not sure what time sunrise is that time of the year, but um, we go out ride all day. There's a couple, you know, Williams Sonoma is a big sponsor. Yeah. You know, Giant Bicycles. There's a lot of really big sponsors that help us out. 
We raised two million dollars or one point nine something. Arby's Foundation is a big sponsor. Wow. Like they'll match people. I mean, a, a lot of people are involved. Yeah. It's really good. So, almost two million dollars last year. The goal this year is raised two point four. My personal goal is to raise uh, seven thousand five hundred. Um, but it's cool because it takes a competition. I've, the cooking when you know chefs are like, oh, my restaurant's better, blah blah blah. But it puts a competition at raising money for kids, which is a great so, competition. So everybody wins. after the money's raised, how does it help? kids not be hungry well how do they actually work it no good question um it, the chef cycle is a part of no kid hungry is a part of share strength which does a lot for school programs with like feeding really like comes down to feeding kids breakfast and sometimes it's the only meal they get they also help with uh, during the summer summer programs for kids getting food also there are some programs that are part of it which i think this is really cool they'll send kids home with food for the weekend Mm. Um, mm. And then on top of that, you know, teach a man to fish, that whole situation. They also have classes for parents. Right, farming. Yeah, that, you know, teach them, you know, how to eat in a healthy way, how to cook and things like that. So it's not just like McDonald's, McDonald's, processed crappy food. Um, and where, who, so does San Francisco benefit mostly? Because I never have heard that, like, the money gets funded into wine country we obviously have a lot of our own right nonprofits. Uh, i will be honest i'm not exactly sure exactly like, like which yeah. city yeah i think it goes to like Maybe national like yeah. to national programs you know for example uh when my daughter was in school in la i remember you know there was there was breakfast and i had never seen that at my schools growing up but there was yeah. like breakfast for kids like outside the classroom each classroom had like a breakfast and i'm like wow i I would like to think or would hope to think that's no kid hungry in action, you know, because, I mean, they didn't have that in my school. Yeah, and kid, schools but, um, can't afford to do yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, they can't afford our supplies and stuff like right. that these days. So, so, anyways, March 31st at Gunlock Bunchu in Sonoma, my buddy Adam Cole, who's, like, a really amazing chef, he's going to be coming up with his, like, uh, southern-style smoker. Okay. We're doing brisket, pork ribs, and chickens mm. um, with sides. The plates are about $25 per person of the money going to... Uh, Chef Cycle, we are piggybacking on Gunlock Bunch, who already has a KTM motorcycle event that day where the dealers are bringing out clients. So if you have a motorcycle license, come rip around on a dirt bike. Wow. I will be. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just come and get some barbecue. And if you can't do and that. And they'll have live music as well that day? I don't know. I should know yeah, that, I right? Would, but I would think, I mean, they're so music-centric. Right. I bet I, yeah, there must I would, be Actually, somebody. I just went through all the, because I get you um, emails from Jeff bunch you about all the new music stuff coming up i didn't say anything about that day but they do have some really cool music events coming up yeah yeah so so that's cool and is but, that like kind of a preamble towards the biking event also uh no this is just i mean this is just something separate my friend is moving back to north carolina he's like hey i'm going to be coming up to visit you i'll have my trailer on my truck you know awesome. let's throw an event we smoke some meats and give the money to charity so We've been organizing that. Uh, Golden Gate Meat is donating meats. Fabulous. Um, Chef's Warehouse is delivering some dry goods. Greenleaf is donating a lot of the produce. Nice. Byright is uh, donating like the compostable little trays for the food. Right. So, um, and if you can't, uh, this is to all the listeners and you guys too. Right. If you can't go to the barbecue uh, on my Instagram, C O L E D I C K, Cole Dick, half of my name. Um, there's a link in my bio to donate directly to Chef Cycle. So if you can't make it to so the barbecue, this please is going to air probably after the event has happened. So, oh yeah, that yeah, makes sense, right? Yeah, can people still donate? Yeah, um, so after yeah, just the event? on my Instagram. Okay, um, you'll keep it up. Yeah, I, I keep the link up all the way up until Chef Cycle. So my goal is to raise money all the way. So yeah, Cold Dick is my when Instagram. When is Chef Cycle? Uh, May. 
14th, 15th, and okay, 16th, perfect. or 13th, 14th, and 15th. So what I'll yeah, do, though, is I'll, I'll get some photos, and I'll post on our, on our Instagram now, account right. now so yeah. that we can get people um, Coming going soon. to your yeah. uh, Instagram Thank you. account as well. Yeah. We hope to sell out, I mean, about 40 chickens, 100 pounds of brisket, 40 racks of ribs, and... Uh, Wow. Is this we hope to like sell for a picnic out. there or take Yeah, home? you could do whatever you want. I mean, I mean really, you could I mean, we prefer you to ride a dirt bike and Hang buy out. some wine yeah. and it would benefit everybody, yeah. you know, so you're going to ride a dirt bike? You could go <laughs> I in the was back. I'm going to bring my motorcycle actually. No, bring the your, thing bring is Bring your is helmet is and you could sit on the back <laughs> of one all right. We we need a we need a bike with a sidecar. That's yeah. going to be our, yes, we have been our talking thing about yeah, that. Okay. for a long time. I'll see if yeah. I'll reach out to KTM and see, see if, if they, they have, have a dirt bike yeah, yeah. You know, Yes. I love it. I, yes, we have talked about this a long time. Yeah. Cool. So yeah. I'm excited. Welcome. Thank I you mean, so much. I you know, that. really, and like I said, you know, anything we can do to help or um, can't wait to come taste. And yeah. I have a feeling I'm going to be away. Um, when you guys open, so I'll be sure to get there when I get yeah, back. Please do. Yeah, please do. By all means. Yeah, Thank really you. exciting. I'll yeah. be here if you tell me when it's actually happening. Uh, I was told not to tell you <laughs> specifically, <laughs> like tell everybody else except we for talk, We turned this yeah. on uh -huh. before you're here. Talk about that, then turn it off. Then you got here. Then pretended to turn it off for the first time. I like it. I like it. You have a good sense of humor. Yeah. Very to. fun. Okay. But yeah, yeah, for real, in a few weeks or like yeah. We'll and be then ready. open table or resi or reserve. Yep, the reservations talk. are up now for on uh, open table. Open table. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, or you can go to the website for Layla. They've got. I think you have the ability to make reservations right yeah, there on yeah, the website. What's yeah. the first day that's on there? Uh, you know what? Shame on me Is for not knowing. That's okay. It's April. They... I think it's like the second week of April. I'm not okay. sure the exact date. That's cool. I think, we'll, I mean, we'll be ready by then. We're, I mean, we're ready to go. We're just, we're waiting on a few finishing touches. The furniture's yeah. here. It's got to get put in. Mm. But so uh, the lobby is open of the hotel. It looks amazing. You could walk in. I mean, it's all open to the public, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And did they finish the front of the restaurant building? <clears throat> This yeah, thing, that's, we're really working on that. Yeah, that's where the new bit. lobby of the hotel is. That, um, oh, interesting. So, yeah, you walk in, and it's, I mean, it's beautiful. You, from the street, it looks, it's like, I guess it's a modern farmhouse that looks like white nice. with black trim. It looks wow. really cool. Is the kitchen um, where the old kitchen was? Yes. Okay, so but I've been just, in that kitchen. Yeah, just they built. Made it much bigger. Out into the, the dining side, room, the and then they side. put out okay. a whole cement slab. Uh, to the into the east lot, which they're redoing for Valley. Wow, yeah. that's awesome! Yeah. So cool. And will you be doing weddings there? Yep, we wrote. Uh, that's one of the first things I did was write a menu that way, uh, wedding menu, so we could be selling that. So we've already done some tastings and. Oh, that's great. Yeah, we have a really. They're building a new. What used to be the library is going to be our. You know, it's been expanded upon. It's going to be our wedding banquet. You know, business anything type awesome. of extracurricular activity venue nice That'd be nice good. very cool yeah i am excited i mean oh. bringing bringing people to sonoma and this is uh, awesome. another reason to come and that helps us all the only thing that i on my list that i didn't get to ask is you were on chopped yes is that the only tv show you've been on or have you been on some uh, of the other ones i don't mention the other ones because i didn't win uh oh, no, no i was on chopped uh, I real quick, so I wasn't gonna do that. I was with uh, Michael, we got Inc. Chef Michael, and uh, I'm like, hey, I got an email from Chopped. And he's like, are you gonna do that? I'm like, no, I don't. 
Russell, whatever, who cares about that? And he's like, you know, you could win ten thousand dollars. I'd never seen a show. Oh. He's like, you know, you could win ten grand, right? I'm like, I did not know that. <laughs> I, will e- I will email them back now. And uh, sure enough, I did, and I won, so that was nice. And then, uh, did, did how much were the taxes? You know, what? I uh, I don't want to no, get audited, I'm so yeah. no. Um, yeah, I'm sure you paid them. Um, yeah, I pay all my taxes. But totally. was it fun? Like it was, the actual. It was. You know what? And this is gonna sound so cocky, and I don't mean it in the way. I had like a really easy one because after I, you know, was going to be on it, I started watching some of the shows and there's people like gummy bears and like fish and like just weird. Disgusting stuff. And mine was like so easy, so basic. And not because I'm great. It's because like the ingredients were really not like the first one was like merguez and snails and like biscuit dough. I'm like, oh, "Oh." and cilantro chutney. I'm like, okay, this is. So what did you do with it? Uh, I don't, I, some type of ragu or something. And, and like, and everybody was like doing, uh. You know, like trying to bake biscuits and you have 20 minutes. And right. so, like, I love to, I, anything that I make, I fry, try to deep fry it first just to see if it doesn't work deep fry, then you know, I do it. So, I just cut, I just tore the biscuits and I deep fried them. So, they're like little, like, Croutons, yeah. Kinda. And uh, I just garnished it with that. And everybody's like, oh my gosh, it's so brilliant. I'm like, is that not your first reaction to deep fry something? <laughs> it is mine. Um, it just things like that, you know, like there's a, a beer and a fish and romaine and pate. And like, okay, yeah, like, yeah, there's using, nothing like yeah. crazy. Yeah. But I mean, the, the cooking challenges were real. Like you had like, it was not just for TV. You had, they're like, okay, we're going to, when you open the basket, that's it. You have 20 minutes in the next round. When you open the basket, 30 minutes. And again, it's just like, you hear the old things like, look, if there's a bear, you don't have to be the fastest. You just can't be the slowest. Right. And that's how I looked at it. It's not that I want to win. I just don't want to lose. Right. Okay. <laughs> My dish is not that bad. My dish is not that bad. So. As long as I just cooked a little bit better than the other person, you know, I mean, I'm not there. It's not like I was writing a menu from right. there, you know, so right. I just had to not be the worst. Right. Now, do you think that helped your career from being on that show? Um, like, probably not at all. Would you tell young chefs to do that if they get asked? Um, I mean, sure, for the money. I bought a car, just like I said I did. Nice. I, I did. I got like a old 66 Volkswagen Beetle. I put it on airbags. It sat on the ground. I drove all over L.A. I love that car. Very never cool. Sold it. Um, <laughs> but, uh. I mean, to me, it's just whatever. I'm not, I don't care about TV, right. you know, like I don't, I don't watch food TV. I watch like car shows and stupid right. mindless crap, but um, <laughs> I, I, I don't think it did anything for me. I didn't get more Instagram followers. Right. I, I just had 10,000 bucks, you know, right. I didn't, it's, it's cool. not necessarily, it's not on my resume. It's not, mm-hmm. you know, it's cool for like PR stuff. Like when we're talking about MacArthur Place, colon chopped, like that's right. amazing, but um. Yeah, I mean, this stuff stays on the internet forever. Right. It's just there. People can find things that, like us, you know, asking. Right. I, I, I do know, well, I was on Twitter, I'm not anymore, but I do know that, like, every time it would rerun, I, I would get, like, an <laughs> influx of people talking trash to me. Ah, oh, you're so rude, and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay. First of all, that's editing, because, like, right. I never smirked when somebody had said something bad about their food. Like, right. why would I do that? You know, so they just edit. You know, somebody got to be a bad they guy, and they made right. me pay some Oh, you were the bad guy on yeah. it? Aw. And, uh... Uh, last story real quick I was watching my wife and she's like oh my gosh you're so rude I'm like well I was not honestly they edited it to like put things together and I was like feeling really bad coming out of it and then like I, my family all up here we were in LA my family they called me on speakerphone they're like cracking up like, oh my gosh we loved it you were hilarious I'm like okay I feel better now they, they try awesome. and create a little bit of drama is yeah. what I've heard on the show yeah. Yeah. They have to, right yeah. otherwise yes. they don't get advertisers that's right yeah Yeah. and then uh, Michael I was uh, Michael Chef Michael's on his uh uh, Iron Chef against Bobby Flay. So yeah. that was that was that oh, was a cool did experience. Did you help him? 
Mm-hmm. Were you his sous chef for that? Yeah, me and actually Adam Cole, the guy who's going to be doing the barbecue oh, with me at Good Luck Bunchu, he was the other sous chef. So, uh-huh. yeah, that was a fun experience. Um, I might have seen that, but, boy, we I did not win. that show in a long time. Uh, but it was cool, you know? Bobby Flay was super was nice. Was he a nice guy? Yeah, yeah. he was, like, super chilled out dude. Mm-hmm. We had, like, he had, like, a kid from... Uh, make a wish foundation and wanted to help him play so it's it's like a really cool experience you know and just and and anytime you get an opportunity to go to new york for free is nice so yeah true no true and they put you up oh yeah yeah write everything off yeah very cool (laughs) so um well let's tell everybody where they can find you or how they can talk to you uh well, I will physically be at MacArthur Place morning, day, and night uh, <laughs> indefinitely. Um, and then, like I said, I'm not on Twitter. I haven't been on Facebook for probably 10 years. I think my parents know more about my Facebook than I do. But on Instagram, I'm pretty active with stories, posting all day, every day. And then uh, at Cole Dick, C-O-L-E-D-I-C-K, follow me. Uh, see pictures of food, my adorable kids, construction. Hopefully by the time this airs, it won't be construction <laughs> anymore. It'll be the finished restaurant. It'll be like plating and yeah. Yeah, um, yeah that's it. Yeah. Or cool. come to MacArthur Place and yeah. you're going to see him. And uh, Layla, who I, what, what's it, the name come from? The name is the granddaughter of the original owners of the property, I believe. Yeah, her name was Leilani. Leilani. And our marketing company made the, helped us to make the really good decision that, I mean, to... Hey, I'm Maybe. going to Leilani. Hard, hard to, say, to say, or yeah. hard to spell. Or I'd expect Hawaiian yeah. food anyway. Right, so Layla is, a, is nice. one name they came up with, and everybody loved it. I think it's brilliant. Um, she partied. There's, she did? Have, she was a party we have, animal? We have pictures in, the back of, in our back of house of the original property, like in the 50s, where they're having like straight like huge parties around the pool that we have now and there's like food floating oh, i want to love to awesome. recreate it yeah there's like you see one guy's like reaching from the side of the pool trying to get the food that's floating around okay uh-huh. oh you want to try and recreate this because i want to know what the day of that party <laughs> yeah, exactly. that's we'll the party you know. yeah but uh yeah it's really cool you see like orchards and farmland all around uh, and there's like a pool with a house and like yeah that's why we just kind of wanted to give her give her that respect yeah. I remember actually when they were building, they were redoing MacArthur Place when Suzanne had bought it because um, they had these feral cats there and they had just had a litter. And I don't remember, like we had to get Pets Lifeline, they had to capture all the little kittens, they had Mm -hmm. them all adopted. But um, it was fun watching them redo. Yeah, do it they did a great and job. Yeah. And we're just taking it. Yeah, it was time. It was time. It It needed some TLC. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we're excited. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. So cool. Well, thanks for cool, coming cool, on. Cool. We appreciate you, you giving us a heads yeah. up and let yeah, us know course. what's going on over there. It's kind of like, you know, when you got the house down the street that's got the the cover on it where they're you right. know, spraying for bugs mm-hmm. or whatever, and you're wondering what's going on under that tent. So, yeah, we're all we're all excited to uh, uh, awesome. to go visit yeah. the, for the first time and check it out. Yeah, anytime, of course. Can't thank wait. you. Cool. Thank you. Kathleen Hill, thank you so much for joining us today. My pleasure. I know we will see you at um, at one of those first days. Um, at Layla, I'm sure, or maybe out at the pool. Um, In your bikini? Catching all that floating food. That's right, you getting off your motorcycle. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Getting that free valet service. Okay, here we go. She's rides her motorcycle into valet. Right. Valet takes her car to free park it. You get out, you have your um, pool cover covering your bikini, and and then then you go out to the pool to grab your food off and of one of those swimming caps i'm imagining yes you know? and then she's oh, gonna yeah. do like that little water ballet oh, in the pool. i, I, I actually it. can do that see i bet <laughs> i believe it i believe it so fun so fun sandra yeah. thank you mm, brian thank you uh all the listeners out there you can um 
find us on Stitcher, on iTunes, Spotify. Spotify. You can go to thebikegoeson.com and download or the Radio episodes from Misfits. there. Go to the Radio Misfits and uh, Radio Misfits Podcast Network and check out uh, the bike goes on as well as the winemakers. Shout out to Oliver's Market, who I love. We're, uh, and the girl in the fig who and the, sponsors us. The girl in the fig who does sponsor us as well. Not only the girl in the fig, but Sweet D, the girl in the fig catering, the fig cafe, the the girl in the fig retail line, okay, and the girl okay, in the fig okay. wine club as well, which oh, yes. um, now that I happen to be a member of. And, and, and the very, social club. Oh, yeah. boy. There's too much yeah, to talk about. So much and, to um, talk about. And, Cole, I hope you get a chance to bring your daughter here and check yes, out the last ramen, ramen night. Ramen. Uh, yes. The last one is it Wednesday? Is this it's Wednesday pretty off the hook. The John, John went, like, kind of crazy when he started learning about um, cooking okay. ramen and, cool. like, all the techniques and everything. Right. I mean, he, he's insane. When he gets into something, he really gets yeah, into I it. Love yeah, love chicken ramen. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thank all you. Right. This has been The Bike Goes On. We look forward to talking to you next week. Thank you.